0: Planning a party for a child is the most pressure a parent can face. And let me tell you, the last thing you want to have happen is a nun to hang herself at that party. This week on My Neighbors Are Dead, we catch up with party caterer Gerald Dean. Hey Gerald, Uh, I'm doing all right, thanks Adam. Thanks for well, thanks for being here. Um, I know that you know we're leading up to this big event that happened to you, but Gerald, I'd like to get to know you. Um,
1: just kind of a little bit more about yourself, Gerald. So you're a caterer, right? Uh, I was a caterer. Yeah, you were a caterer. I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, now I I make knickknacks and I kind of sell them online. Oh, Um, okay. Yeah, a little like car figurines. Uh, you know, make. Like pipe cleaner people, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Now, Gerald, did you stop being a caterer because of what happened at the?
1: Yeah. Well- as As you can imagine, I, I I didn't really feel comfortable going to people's houses much afterwards, and mm-hmm. uh, my love for food and my zeal for cooking and serving kind of fell away.
0: Well, can we can we talk a little bit about that? Uh, about catering before the event that happened?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, it was my life's dream to be a cook since I was a little kid. I loved like mixing stuff up and yeah. trying new recipes. And I watched Jacques Pepin on cooking shows. And oh yeah, listened to him talk and read all his books. And uh, when I got older and got out of school, I, I, I worked in uh, an oil field out in Oklahoma, saving up money so I could start my own business and, and i did uh, dean's catering and uh i loved it i really did i loved it for seven and a half years and uh made uh, made you know uh menus for weddings and uh special events political events sure um entertainment venues that sort of thing it was a lot of fun and uh i i think i made a lot of people real happy with my food and uh, it was something i love to do did you have anything special? Like, what were you, were you known for, like, getting a certain dish or anything like that? Or Yeah, my pot pies. Yeah? Yeah, I make a mean pot pie. Okay. Uh, I And, I like, uh, you know, people, you think pot pie, everyone always jumps to chicken pot pie. Right. Because that's, like, the most popular one. <laughs> right, You can right. make anything into a pot pie. You can do, like, a ground beef pot pie. Do There's a fish pot pie. Is that right? You like fish? Yeah, I love fish, yeah. Uh, I make a fish pot pie. Knock your socks off, man. It's a blue fish. Which is uh, about about uh, about the size of my torso in length here. Okay, yeah. And it's a real it's a real oceany fish. So I don't know if you like if you're into seafood, you'll like it. Does a saltwater fish taste different than a freshwater fish? Yeah, yeah. Popcorn? Well, the thing is, is deep water salt fish has a much stronger taste, and uh, people refer to it as like a fishy taste. Than uh, some like a white fish like a cod or or, or a haddock or something. sure, um, so yeah yeah you know you got your your sea bass, uh, your snappers, um, bluefish, that porgies that sort of thing they, those are all like salt fish they're they're real fishy fish and yeah. they, they go great in a pot pie let me tell you what you, you put a put a crust on top of that uh, some peas and carrots in there you get, you got a good time on a plate that does sound really good. It is it, it is good, and uh, I used to bang them out um, in like little muffin tin sizes, so that they they were kind of like you could pick them up off of a big serving tray and kind of walk around and eat them while while you're at a wedding reception or a uh, outdoor bar mitzvah or what have you. Wow,
0: that that's really great. Um, well, okay, so so right now your catering business is thriving. I'm assuming from what you're from what you're saying. Right? Yeah, you're yeah well,
1: well, it is doing well. I, I don't I I've entrusted it into. The hands of you know people under me, but sure, uh, the numbers uh, look good. So,
0: well, I mean, right now it sounds like everything's going pretty well. So, I guess uh, I'm just going to jump right into it. We're I mean, gonna...
1: you could say that, yeah, yeah, like on paper, yeah, things are going great, right? But there's not a day I don't wake up in cold sweats mm-hmm. and like I have trouble looking in mirrors because of what happened. Yeah. Um, well, I guess for
0: the, for those of you who don't know what happened, uh, Gerald here was. Well, you were catering at this event for it was in the in, UK.
1: Yeah, the ambassador Robert Thorne. Right. Right. Uh so was that your company that was hired out or were you part of a bigger How, how does that work? Uh my company was recommended to Ambassador Thorne uh through a mutual friend of ours, uh yeah. my high school buddy Jake. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess works for him or worked, I should say, for him. Um and uh they put me in touch for this kind of birthday thing yeah and i i you know i said yeah of course like why, why who wouldn't want to cater for an ambassador especially in the uk yeah like it was to travel. Amazing. Yeah. yeah it was me yeah. i got to like fly out um yeah. i uh rented out a kitchen nearby and we just sort of oh, like okay. took over it for the day so what's
0: the scene like i guess before like is this more pressure for you than normal? Because this is an ambassador, Robert Thorne, you know, like.
1: Yeah, you know, I've done, like, Oscar parties, yeah. uh, like, political election um, celebration uh-huh. kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's certainly higher tier than, like, your average okay. wedding or, uh, right. like, mass hiring or whatever. So, so you're at this you're at this birthday party for uh, and it is it's but it, it's huge like this thing the party was much bigger than I thought it was going to be they oh, okay. they had, they had a merry go round put up yeah you know they had like a it was basically they set up like a miniature carnival at this thing for Damien yeah 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 for for, for Damien uh, uh
0: so well, let's talk about him for a second. did you get a chance to meet Ambassador Thorne
1: or Damien at all when you were um. I- I mean, I, I shook hands with uh, Ambassador Thorne, but, you know, what was I, I was he there like? to do a job. At the time, Yeah, he seemed real good. He seemed like a happy kind of guy. He had stuff going on. Yeah. Things were going his way, I guess. Uh, he was uh, trying to make sure everything was all squared away and looking good for uh, his son. Um I don't know. Yeah, he seemed like a cool guy. I guess I, I don't know. And did you? You never met his son. You never met Damien? No, no, no. And I know I, I, I didn't.
0: Okay, so you're going and like it, the the party's going great. Like everybody's having a good time.
1: Yeah, kids are running around laughing. You know, yeah. uh, I, we got like a bunch of like finger sandwiches and stuff kind of flying <laughs> off. We're getting ready to start pumping out the main courses. Right, right. Um, and I mean at first you couldn't even hear her because it's just loud. It's a party setting. R- the nanny. Right? Yes. Or the nanny? Yeah. She's, she is on the roof. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's saying, look at me, look at me. Right. And, right. and I'm like, what the hell is this woman doing? <laughs> right. like, like, what is this? You know? Right. And, and everything up to that point had been like just big enough that I was like, this is some kind of like fancy surprise birthday thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. She's going to zip line down and there's going to be fireworks. and <laughs> right, Like, you right. know, so like uh, Van Halen's going to appear on the roof and, yeah. uh, you know, something cool is uh, going Sure. Happen. Yeah. Um, But, you know, she's, she keeps going at it. And, and uh, after a few seconds of screaming and yelling, you know, hollering and waving her arms around, pretty much everybody's looking up at her. Right. And I, I remember I had this big, like a silver tray of uh Caprizi toothpicks. So oh, okay. It's like a, a cherry tomato, uh a little blob of um, mozzarella, ovalina mozzarella, and then some basil on it and salted, you know, vinaigrette, all that. Sure. Um and I've got I've got this silver platter of them and I'm walking around kinda of offering them, you know. Um so I'm holding this thing and looking up at her and I see I, I'm like, Oh my gosh, she's you know, she's got she's got a rope around her neck. Right. And she's like, uh, she says, she says, I I won't forget this. She says, it's all for you, Damien. Right. And then she jumps. And I'm not joking when I say you could hear her neck bones break. Really? It was.
0: So okay, so wait, so she jumps, right? She jumps and her neck breaks. So explain to me like what your mindset is. Like this is happening, right? God, that can I can't imagine how terrifying that is. What what do you do?
1: It doesn't register as death. Like she jumps, she you know, you her body jerks, you hear it, you hear it crack. Yeah. And then, you know, the way the way she positioned herself. Poorly, in my opinion, uh, she crashes through the window. Right, so like two times, fuck you. Right, like you got. I, I'm a dead nanny. You know, I ruined a birthday party. You got to hire a new nanny, and I fucked up your windows. Right, like right that you just. How many ways do you want to fuck a family on your way out? You know, <laughs> right. Um. So she jumps. Uh, the glass shatters. She's uh-huh. like kind of hanging there. Yeah. People start screaming. And your first instinct is, like, someone help her, right? Yeah. Like, she's long gone, but, like, well, someone help her, right? And I, like, I didn't even, I didn't, I wish I could say I did something. I didn't even move. You didn't. I didn't even, I was, like, someone had nailed my feet to the ground. I could not move. So you don't have, like, the instinct to, like,
0: to to pass out, like, you know, these toothpick caprese things like just to
1: maintain any sense of calm and normalcy. I mean, like, yeah, I did, but yeah. like it, it was weird. Yeah. Cause everyone's, you know, panicking and I'm like, sir, ma'am, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. and I like, I, what am I doing? Like I, I'm like panicking. I'm just sweat rolling right. down my face. And the whole time, like it's weird. The things you think about, the first thing I'm thinking is like, we're never getting hired for an event ever again. Right. And yeah. then the second thing I jumped to is like, oh, my God, something was wrong with the finger sandwiches. Because at the time, I was like, why would anyone kill themselves at this event, right? Right. And I'm it, like, she's a vegetarian and she accidentally ate meat. Yeah. Uh, she, you know, this like some kind of like weird, something went bad and it's turning people nuts. You know what I mean? You thought like maybe something in the food was like making I people thought, go crazy? I thought maybe we food poisoned her and it messed up her head, and she jumped. So you're thinking about your business. Yeah, I'm like, someone else is going to do something. So, like, demonic possession is the last thing from your mind, right? I got to be honest. Of course, I followed the story and followed the family afterwards. Oh, sure, yeah. But at that point in time, demonic possession was, like, probably 10 or 11 on my list of probable things going oh, on. Oh, of course, yeah. Did anybody take you up on your on your finger
0: foods when after she, like, jumped?
1: Um there was a guy, yeah, there was a photographer there who took, well, he took a picture of me. Yeah. And uh, he did grab a finger sandwich off of a big, long, we had these two big, long white tables set yeah. up. Um, I offered him a Caprese toothpick and uh, he said he didn't take it. Now,
0: as the story goes, you know, this nanny was sort of influenced to do this by this
1: big black dog. Yeah, you know, did you did you notice any dogs at the party, buddy? There were dogs all over this party. Yeah, did there you... were there were so many dogs on, around the grounds of this. Uh, can I call it a mansion? Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, it's uh, too big to be a house. Yeah, there were so many dogs. I can't even explain it to you, and they were all exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Big Rottweilers. Yeah, big black Rottweilers with glowing eyes. Anything strike you? I mean, besides the glowing eyes, like did any any cues set you off? Or, uh, boy, this yeah, is... they kept trying to come over and take food off of the two long tables we had set up because yeah. nobody leashed these fucking things. They're just running rampant around this party. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're just. And Ambassador Thorne was like, you know, get what get out of here. You know, what are these yeah. dogs doing? But what are you going to do? You're going to take on a pack of. 200 pound rottweilers well, no i can't no would you what would you do? i wouldn't do that no no what was oh, i supposed to do you well know? you're there to work exactly I'm, a, I'm, yeah. I'm not a dog catcher no so like i mean how did the suicide affect the party after that well you know we tried to like resume the festivities <laughs> right but it's hard you yeah know? it was like oh man and then you got to do that awkward thing i say you like i didn't have to do this thank god Got to do the awkward thing where you got like 40 kids here, you got to call all their parents and like, hey, you want to pick up your kid? They're crying because they just watched a lady hang herself. You know what I mean? Like, well, how awkward is that? Yeah. Like, that's. Uh, uh, just uh, dinner with the thorns. Right, right. Right. I mean, as a
0: caterer, did the thorns have any like special requests for the for the party in terms of food or like.
1: Um they well they were very specific that they wanted uh, they wanted a split menu because mm-hmm. they knew obviously most of the guests were gonna be children right. or families with children so they wanted like easy kind of like kid friendly foods and then the other half of the menu because they were anticipating some like VIPs government right. types uh, whatever uh, they wanted some like fancier stuff so yeah. we we did a kind of half and half on that.
0: Oh okay. That's uh all right, so let's I mean, so this obviously impacted your career quite a bit, right? I yeah, mean, I, I I, stopped catering. Yeah. Did you stop catering immediately or did you do like a few more parties and then or events, I guess,
1: and I, then I at the time I told myself I you know I was just like kind of taking a break or whatever. Yeah. But I never went back to it. Yeah. So looking back on it, yeah, that was my last my personal last catering event. And then, of course, like, there was a rash of, you know, other suicides after that, and uh, that neighborhood, lots of weird stuff going on. Yeah. So. After you left
0: catering, and, you know, we, you sort of, I mean, that was your only experience with the Thorns, I'm assuming, right? Like, you never saw them after that? or
1: Yeah, well, uh, no, but I read about them in the news, Yeah, and, uh, of course, Mrs. Thorns, um, yeah, death. Yeah, falling. Yeah, in that same house. I got to tell you, like, good luck to the real estate agents that are trying to sell that house. You know, and you have to tell people that when you sell a house. I think They're you like, do, right? Yeah, like, th- hey, yeah. two people died here. Yeah, one on purpose, one by accident. Yeah, and also the estate belongs to a guy who just got shot to death trying to stab his son in a church. Right, right? like, yeah, so yeah. Uh, whatever, pay what you will. Yeah, you know I, I mean, like, what, what is, what do you even? It's hard to list that, right? Yeah. Like that's like a seven eight figure house. Yeah, exactly. and like you know, can't show them the lawn because it's just knee deep dog shit out there. (laughs) I can't even describe to you how many of these dogs were running around. It's like a what's more than a pack, a herd. What do you think? I I would say yeah, herd. It was a herd of dogs. That's a lot of dogs. It was a it was a load of dogs. Let me tell you. Did they seem to have a
0: connection with with Damien at all, or like how? I mean, did you notice
1: that seems like so odd? Let me tell you something, man. That kid's fucked up. Because that, she jumped. Yeah. Jump, jerk, snap, crash, right? Yeah. Through the window. She's hanging there. Mrs. Thorne runs over, picks him up, right? Don't look, she says. He smiles. I saw it. Yeah. He smiled. That little shit smiled about it. That's, yeah. Yeah. That kid's messed up. Man.
0: Well, and what from what I understand too, he waves to one of the dogs. Oh, right,
1: I, yeah, yeah. He was. I thought he was waving at me. You did? Yeah, because I'm standing there with a tray in my hand, like kind of you know offering it, and I see him smiling, and I'm like, what the fuck is he smiling at? Right. And then he waves, and I'm like, hi. hi. You wave back? Yeah, I wave back. <laughs> it, and it, yeah, we've all had that experience, like. Someone waves at you and like smiles, and you're like, "Oh, this person is like saying hello to me." yeah." and you wave back, and then you look over your shoulder and you're like, "Oh, it's somebody I'm else. an idiot right, you know I mean? right but this happened, he waves at me, I wave <clears throat> back, I look over my shoulder, I see a Rottweiler, and I, my thought is, "Oh man, this kid's fucked up." yeah yeah, that's a pretty that's a bizarre thing to do. yeah, and then one of the dogs moves into the house, yeah, yeah, they so like next day, new nanny. Has a dog. Yeah. Brings a dog in. So, I don't even, like, I don't know. What's were going. you still there on the grounds when she, when the new nanny moved in? No, no. By then, you were yeah, gone. we had packed up. Okay. Uh, we were still in the UK. Right. Um, We had packed up at that point. That's got to be a long flight home, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to say, I mean, we had a layover, but grand total, like, uh, like, 17 hours in the air or something I like mean, that. I mean, did you guys even talk about what happened on the plane, or? I don't you know what we we didn't really talk about it. Yeah, none of us ever really talked about it. Um, I think Heidi was in. Heidi threw up. Yeah. Pretty much immediately when uh, when that nanny jumped. Um, Barry quit. Uh, Ford's still working there
0: Ford's, with the with the Ford, company. Ford or? still
1: works for me. That's great. Um, he seemed largely unaffected. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He just he's a tough kind of cookie. Yeah.
0: Now, so you you make these figures you sell on eBay, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, I craft
0: them. Yeah, has suicide affected anything with that, or like, have you uh, anything at all, or
1: no? You know, I try not to let it. Yeah, but events uh, happen that that shape your life and kind of derail your your train, so to speak. Nobody's killed themselves in front of you since then. No, I didn't say that. <coughs> Um, yeah, that, no, I wish, I wish you wish that nobody had, look, if I could save everyone who killed themselves in front of me, I, I wouldn't have to make any more hires at my catering company, right? Cause uh, people would be owing me so many favors anyway. Yeah. Anything the figures, else? The
0: figures are pleasant. Yeah. Anything you want to tell us about the figures? Can, where can we... Yeah, yeah. You got a website um, or something? I have or? an
1: Etsy shop. Okay. Etsy.com uh, yeah. backslash Dean's Figures. Okay. Um, and if you're looking for catering, uh, Dean's Catering is still a company. We operate out of San Francisco. Um, but uh, depending on the, the range, uh, how far away your event is, we uh, have a little bus we use to travel. So... Check that out online too, deanscatering.com. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, once again, Gerald Dean,
0: that's deanscatering.com. Thank you for coming in and telling your story. Thank you. Thank you for listening to My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock. The show is co-produced by myself and Nate DeFort, edited by Nate DeFort. Original music composed by Jesse Case with additional music by Dane Halverson. Original artwork done by Mark Nashan. Geraldine was played by Alan Linnick. If you're in Chicago, swing by Second City's ETC to catch Alan in the ETC show Fantastic Super Great Nation Numero Uno. Additionally, you can pick up Alan's book, co-written with wife Claire Linnick, entitled Our Perfect Marriage on Amazon or wherever you pick up your books. If you like the show, follow us on Facebook or you can catch us on Twitter at My Dead Neighbors.